It's time for Business Minds Coffee Chat, an inspiring show about the journey to personal and professional growth. And now, your host, Jay Shear. Hey, everybody, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat, and I am your host, Jay Shear. And I am super excited today. We've got a fantastic guest in the studio. He is a husband and father, a grandfather a multiple business owner, a restaurateur, a community leader and supporter, a philanthropist, and much, much more. Please welcome the owner of the Quantum Family of Businesses, Joe Wright. Joe, it is great to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Good morning. Absolutely. Good morning to you. So I am really excited about our conversation today. I've been looking forward to this one. We've uh, we actually had this scheduled several weeks back, and we've had to reschedule a couple of times. But we're here now, and that's all that matters. So I thought a good starting point for us, Joe, would be for you to share with all of us what your favorite thing is about yourself and why. My favorite thing about myself, um, I'd say inconsistency. Ooh, inconsistency. And I don't do anything the same way over and over again, okay. except for ordering at restaurants. I always order the same food every place I go. But um, yeah, each business I've started, each thing I've done, I, I've done it under new new rules to myself and new guidelines and, and never really followed the old path or, or things that started before. So inconsistency has helped me. Interesting. I've got to share with you that that's the first time that someone that I have had a conversation with has brought that up about themselves. And I, and I love that. So let's, uh, let me ask you this in terms of going to restaurants where you're consistent there in terms right. of what you order, what, what do you typically order? What do you love? Um, I've always been a, a steak and, and Italian food uh, type person. More recently, it's uh, a lot of salads, Try, <laughs> trying to behave myself. So um, I'm eating a lot healthier. Chickens and salads are um, the go-to almost everywhere I go. Sounds good. I, I feel you on that one. I'm <laughs> down that same path myself. So let, let's turn the clock back a bit here. You were, Did you grow up in Philadelphia? Just outside Philadelphia. Just outside of Philly. Okay. So take take us back. To your youth, what, what what was life like for Joe Wright as a young person? Um, so we were a, a mixed family. We had uh, seven children in the house, and um, my stepmother and my father uh, tried to put us all together. So it was a it was a war. Um, it was a war every day. You were you were fighting for your position in life or your position at a dining room table. So yeah, um, that was our youth. Um, went to the uh, school just outside of Philadelphia, and um, I still have most of those friends. You know, some fifty years later, those people I met at that point in time. And, and did you go to public school? Public school all the way through. Okay, all right. And what what type of of child were you? So growing up with with seven kids, stepmother and a and a father. What what were you like? <laughs> it's a funny story because um, they actually we we did a little. Um, it was. The kids got together and acted out a little play, and I, they were voting who was most likely to do this and that, and I was actually voted most likely to not succeed. So I was that kid. I was always in trouble, never paid attention in school, um, you know, kind of what we would call ADHD today, probably just flighty and, and a daydreamer. Gotcha. Okay. So, and were you 
curious at this stage in life? I mean, were you were you interested in bigger things, trying to figure out what life was going to be like for yourself or what you wanted to be? Any any was, of those types of questions? I was always a dreamer. So I can remember even back to the earliest days of dreaming and thinking about, oh, what would life be like if it, if this happened? Or what would life be like? Or when I do this, it'll be like this. And, and what did you envision for yourself at, at that <laughs> stage in life? So I, my intention was to be a pilot. And so at a young age, I thought I would fly. Um, life changed because they really wanted you to have a, a college degree to fly. And I wasn't built for school. So uh, it didn't work out that way. Okay. And and what was your relationship with or relationship like with your parents, your stepmother and your father? My father and I, I mean, I have a had a great respect for for my father. The um, relationship was hard because he was a taskmaster, mm. and he was a pilot, and he you couldn't mess up, and I messed up a lot. So my early years was a lot of beatings and a lot of. You know, you, why can't you get through this, this through your thick head that you can't be this way? Um, and, you know, years later, that that turned it, and and we worked at it well past that. My stepmother and I, we had a, a horrible existence. We didn't we did not get along at all, um, and it was um, it was torturous to be honest. It, well, let, let's let's explore that for just a moment. What was one of the most valuable lessons that you learned from your father? Let's start there. So, one of the most valuable lessons that you learned that you carried with you through life. Honesty, honesty is what he talked about from youth, and and I didn't understand it until I got much older that to have an honest relationship with whoever was the most important thing you could do. Mm. And any particular lessons, although the relationship was difficult, but any particular lessons from your stepmother? Um, yeah, that nobody cares for you but you. Uh, you got to protect yourself. And so if you're always in that protection, you, you won't get burned by other people. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Well, you know, no matter what our relationships are, I, you know, I find through my own life and through the people that I surround myself with that we can always learn something, right? If we're That's looking right. for the lesson, we'll find it. And right. sometimes that lesson can be a very difficult one for sure. So what is something that you believed about yourself early in life that you discovered later wasn't true, but something that you believed early on about you? Um, I believed I was a lot smarter than I was. Mm. Yeah, I learned. But, okay, so keep keep pulling on that thread. So you believed at one point that you were smarter than you were, but here today you sit and you've accomplished a significant amount how do you view yourself today? So it, it's not unsimilar. I, um, so as a kid, I always thought whatever, the, even as a young adult, I thought whatever I was thinking was the right answer. Mm. Um, today, I, I take other people's information a lot easier than I would have then. So I realize I don't have all the education. I don't have all the information, but I can garner it from, garner it from other people. Interesting. So speaking of, of education, obviously you're very involved in education today, right? You sit on the, the board of directors with the Flagler County Ed Foundation. You are very actively involved from an educational perspective, helping kids and so forth. So obviously education is in, it's important to you, right? Huge. You, 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 it, it's a big part of your heart and a big part of your soul. Do you feel today 
based on your own knowledge of business, entrepreneurship, do the youth of today, do they need to go to college to have a successful business career? I'd say absolutely not. Um, and I think that we've pushed college and I don't, I don't want to get away from learning because learning is critical. So I think that in my imagination, college won't look like this in 20 years, that it'll be more focused um, on what your goals are as opposed to the widespread just college degree. So if you want to be a pilot, you can just take piloting. You, piloting. you don't have to take the stuff that doesn't really have to do with it and a waste of dollars and cents and, and time. And I think that's where the kids need to move in that direction. Um, it was a, certainly in, in my mindset – college was a holdback for me i just thought that without college i would never be successful um, later in life it it turned for me uh but today I, t- I would tell any kid that was heading there unless you have the goal that matches that college education i wouldn't go in that direction mm, interesting well that's uh that that's good advice i know that you know college for me and, and I, I started in college at what we would say would be the normal college age, and I found out that it just wasn't for me at that point, and I ended up leaving college. I ended up going back to get my degree, but I was, quite honestly, I was floundering because I didn't know what I wanted to do, right? So today we can pour a lot of money into a college education and walk away without something that ties back to our goals or something that we're truly interested in doing in life. So what advice would you give to young people today when it comes to education? You already mentioned about being always learning, right? I agree 100% with you. We should always learn and and be a, a consistent and lifelong learner. What advice would you give to a young person today who, if they were sitting next to you and they said, hey, look, Joe, you know, I look at all the things that you're doing today and, man, I want to be like you. What advice would you give to them? Don't be like me. Um, <laughs> that, that would be the first one. Um, no, I would, I would say that um, especially with each thing you're learning, I'd learn it in that micro or where the quantum comes from is in that small that would i would focus on uber focus on the specifics of what you're trying to learn don't get so wide open and try to gather all the knowledge but really learn the thing you want to learn and learn that thing really well good 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 advice there so that is where the quantum name really came from that kind of that hyper focus on that specific thing yeah and, and going more deep than wide on That's that. That's great. So, okay. Well, the, good. The good. I, I, I like that. Speak to us about one of the most difficult decisions that you've had to make in the pursuit of who you are today. One of the most difficult decisions you've had to make. So the, the hardest thing is um, people who aren't elevating themselves at the same level as you. Um, want to pull you back mm-hmm. or want to hold you in their same area and separating it's it's very difficult especially a person who um, craved friendships and craved those kind of relationships it was difficult at times where you had to say well i've just got to go a different direction i've got to listen to my heart and not the friends that are around me so with that said have you had to let 
people go, let relationships go in order for you to continue to, to grow and progress in life. That's correct. Yeah. And, and, and many times, especially, um, through the electrical, there's, uh, I've met a lot of people who, you know, they stay there in the grind and, and didn't want to elevate and, and I needed to. Interesting. Well, you know, there's a, a saying that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And I've talked about this before, but I truly do believe that. I, I didn't realize how important that was earlier in life, but at this stage, I, I realize how important that truly is and how true it is. You know, if we look at the people who we're spending the most time with, it says a lot about who we are. It says a lot about our beliefs, the things that are important to us. Sure. And, uh, and you know, it's not always easy to let relationships go. But I think, you know, when, you, when you're aware and you feel those, those red flags when they come up, sometimes we have to have those difficult conversations. And in order for us to, to move forward, you know, we have to realize that if I stay in this relationship, it is just going to hold me back and it's bringing more negativity into my world and sucking my energy versus giving me energy. That's right. Yeah. So I want to stay back a bit in time. You worked for MetLife Insurance in Philly before coming to Florida. That's correct. Now, in researching you, you had accepted a job that brought you to Florida, and that job was in Orlando. And it turned out that the person who had, who had offered the job was no longer employed by that company. So you show up here. You're a young man. Uh, were you newly married at this point? Yeah, we were married. Um, let's see. That would have been 93. So we were married uh, six years, five, six years. Okay, five, six years. So, you know, young, young man, young family, you come here. What 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 happens at that point? So I had always had a um, a good work ethic. It didn't come from my my youth. As a youth, I I wasn't that good at it. But um, once I met my wife and and I realized how important taking care of my kids and my wife were, um, I worked as much as I could. Anytime I could, I I went to work. Um, and so once they gave me that piece of information, I came back. It was a big shot because uh we were prepared to make a lot more money than what we did and i was hired by an electrical contractor two days later at five dollars and fifty cents an hour uh which was somewhere around i don't know ten dollars fifteen dollars an hour less than what i was going to be making um down at the the company in orlando had, had you had any relationships here or when you came here and expecting a job that didn't pan out were you knocking on doors doing whatever it took so my in-laws lived here um but i didn't know anybody so i just went and locked on a door it was actually in the newspaper um ad electricians wanted and i applied for the job the next day wow okay well we're going to talk a bit more about that when we get back we're going to take a quick break here to thank our amazing sponsors don't you go anywhere we've got more conversation coming your way we'll be right back Then 
there's no business like show business like no business I know. Visit the Fitzgerald Performing Arts Center at Flagler Auditorium. We're about to release our new season of professional touring shows. Visit our website at flaglerentertainment.com. Sign up for our newsletter. You can be the first to know about our shows and special offers. And remember, every time you buy a ticket to a show, you support the performing arts and Flagler schools and you support our local economy. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves more than just average. It deserves Flagler Media. We specialize in innovative and dynamic marketing solutions tailored for mid-sized businesses with ambitious goals. Our team of experts are dedicated to helping you stand out from the crowd, drive growth, and elevate your brand. Ready to take your marketing to new heights? Choose Flagler Media, where we turn great ideas into remarkable results. Visit us at flaglermedia.com or call us at 386-227-6477. Flagler Media, exceptional marketing for exceptional businesses. This is Jay Shear. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur trying to figure out how to improve and achieve greater results? If so, I'm speaking to you. I provide the tools, coaching, and accountability you need to gain clarity around your personal and professional goals, remove the excuses holding you back, build the mindset, leadership skills, and proven strategies to grow your business and become the best version of yourself. To learn more or to apply for my coaching services, call 904-236-0431 or visit jshearbusinessconsulting.com. All right, we're back. And again, you're listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat, and I am in the studio today with my very special guest, Joe Wright. We're having a great conversation. We're going to continue that conversation right now. We were talking right before the break about Joe's move from living outside the Philadelphia area to coming to Florida and coming here expecting a particular job that he had accepted, and that didn't quite work out, And but he made things work out, right? It was just a matter of persistence and dedication and hard work and scrapping and doing whatever it takes. So, so Joe, so continue down that, that storyline. So you do end up landing a, a job, and tell us about what transpired there. How did you transition from working for someone else – to becoming a business owner yourself. So early on, um, I had a dream of owning my own business. And, of course, once you're an electrician, I think everybody after their first year realizes and they are in their own mind, thinks they're going they're, – they could run their own business in a minute. Um, I, I had that dream. Uh, but it took me another uh, 10 years after that because I wanted to study. So I – Went and worked for a couple of Jacksonville-based um, electricians, Owen Electric and Millennium Electric, and um, worked up to running uh, large crews for both of those guys. And um, that's where I got my feel for, yeah, I could do this. I could do that portion of it. I had no idea what the business end of it took because I didn't have any business um, education at all. But I knew how to build the job, and I knew how to motivate the manpower to get the job built. So um, after about 10 years, I came home, and I saw my wife, and I just said, it's time. And so we closed out 401K, sold vehicles, and we put it all on the line, and we opened up the next day. And, and we've, we really haven't looked back. Um, there were some times in 2010 that we were nervous, for sure. We were nervous. So, so tell, talk to us about your wife, Kelly, first – Share with us how the two of you met. 
we met uh, Cumberland Farms in Trevos, Pennsylvania. I was buying a pack of cigarettes, and she was behind the counter. She was uh, attending St. Joe's at the time and working evenings and weekends at the Cumberland Farms. There was an ad there that said, uh, apply for a job, and she was cute, so I applied for a job. I like that. Did you hear <laughs> so, that, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> so how would you describe her? What, what words would you use to describe Kelly? Kelly's a force. She is a force. She um, she makes her own way, and and she was what drove me um, at the time when maybe I was a little bit carefree, um, but she was really, you know, stay on task. Let's keep this thing rolling. Let's. Um, and so when my when I get away from that, she really brings me back to center. Mm, interesting. So you start the business. Did, were the two of you? involved in the business day-to-day in the early stages? So Kelly's always been an assistant. She's never um, worked for the company, but she's always been, um, first of all, the person I can I can speak to about anything. Um, second of all, if I said this needs to be done, she'll do it. And, um, and she has never asked for a paycheck for that. So Amazing. Yeah. So you today you're diversified, right? You're involved in a number of different types of businesses. What is it about starting a business that you enjoy? So perhaps I need to rephrase that a bit. Why did you decide to open up multiple businesses as opposed to staying with the core business that you had initially started? What is it about opening additional businesses? So initially, I didn't see myself doing this. Um, and when, uh, when 2008 and nine hit and we were in the electrical trade, we realized that that's a fickle beast and that it could really bite you if it's the only place you had any eggs. Um, and we discussed it openly that we were going to try different angles. To be honest with you, each and every business is a different um, direction in how we got there. Most of them are because the opportunity presented itself and we saw no other answer. Mm. Um, so when the automotive came, um, Bobby, who's my partner in the automotive, uh, it was just the situation was there. We talked about it and he said, yeah, let's do it. Um, and so it just kind of – each one's different. The pizzeria is my uh, good friend Joe called me and said, this pizza restaurant's for sale. Do you want – and I – oh, yeah, this seems to work. So each one's um, a little different, and I'd say the opportunity is more what we ran into as opposed to wanting to open a new business. Interesting. So how do you decide today what to say yes to and what to say no to? We really dig in deep when it comes to a business like this. We, we have found a way to – forensically look at things and make decisions um and i think our biggest thing is that if the business is running at its best with the current owner and we're looking to purchase it it doesn't really meet our needs because they're going to want the maximum dollar for that we're looking for where we could make changes and and increase revenue or decrease costs how would you describe yourself today as a leader what what type of leader are you um, I consider myself fair, um, uh, but a taskmaster, but fair. So you used that word taskmaster earlier in our conversation. <laughs> Are you an equal taskmaster to the way your father was 
Was your father more of a taskmaster? And did you learn that from your dad? I'm thinking I did, and, and the older I get, the more I, I realize it. Um, now, I if I know the way something's supposed to be done, I really need those rules followed in doing that. Um, and, and I understand my dad more. I, my spirit was free, and I didn't understand it when I was young. But now it's the same as flying an airplane. You, when you're in there, if you do this and you do this and you do this, you'll get this. And so that's the... Uh, the, the recipe for wiring houses or wiring buildings or, or whatever the next step we're doing. How do you define success? I really don't. Um, and I wouldn't say that I'm successful. I'm just uh, on journey. I, um, success is to each person different. And I have many close friends who um, live very successful lives and, and haven't done the things that I've done, but they're very successful in what they wanted life to look like. So That's mm. uh yeah, I really appreciate the way that you said that. I, I think, you, you know, the more conversations I have with people, we can often get stuck in thinking that success has to look a certain way, whether it's the size of a house, how much money is in your bank account, the, the, how strong your relationship is, you know, things like that. But I think to your point, it, as as different as we are as human beings, success looks equally as different for everyone that's right and what's successful today can't be might not be successful tomorrow so if i gave up today then is that a success so the journey is all the way to the end absolutely so i want to talk about legacy for a moment do you think about legacy and what you're building and creating for not only yourself for your family speak to what legacy means to you so um, in the last 10 years, it means different than it does in the last year. So in the last 10 years, it really meant something. And I, I thought that um, legacy was much more important than I do today. Um, I think that if my dad would have forced his legacy upon me, I would have really been frustrated with that. So I think that leaving my name solely at the end is really where I'm um, looking for and not trying to create something that lasts longer than me, except for my memory. Mm, interesting. So your two children, they're involved in your businesses every day. Was that a choice of theirs to go into the family business or was that, let's just say predetermined <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, and, and both of them came in different ways, uh, but I would say uh, we are where we are now, uh, and, I, and I'd like to say I hope because they want to be here, um, but a lot of it is because I, I, my wife and I are both forces, and, and I think that they just kind of got there in behind us, um, but I do ask them on a regular basis, if this isn't where you want to be, let's talk about where you do. Interesting. What are you most proud of? Hmm. most proud of uh, my children my children they they make me happy they do a really good job both of them are great parents um and and they are they live a good life so i'm i'm happy about that beautiful what a great place to be so joe if you had an opportunity today to sit down on a park bench with one person either someone who's still with us or someone who's no longer alive 
And you could ask that person one question and one question only. First, who would it be that you would want to sit next to on that park bench? And what is the one question that you would want to ask that person? Um, boy, that's a tough one. Okay, so uh, the, the person would be Jesus, and this question would be, am I doing it right? Hmm. What do you think the answer would be? I think he'd say you got some work to do, Joe. Ooh. All right. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I think uh, you've used the word journey a couple times during our conversation. And I believe that we can always, no matter how much we've accomplished, no matter how much we've grown, no matter how far we've gone on this journey, it is never it, – it, there's no ending place to it, right? It is something – that we are always learning about becoming. So we can always get better, right? We can always improve. And so I, I agree with you. We always have more work to do. More work to do. So I would love it, Joe, if you would leave all of us with a challenge. What would you challenge me and everyone that's listening to do? Try to be a better you, even in whatever you want better to be. So just try to be a better you. A better you. All right. Joe, from your lips to our ears, I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that challenge. And, Joe, I want to thank you so very much for joining us today on Business Minds Coffee Chat. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And just, you, you know, you're such an incredible inspiration for others. So thank you for always looking to raise the bar. Thank you for your many contributions to humanity, to this community, to the business world, to your family, obviously. And I'm grateful for you. So thank you so very much. Thank you very much. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. And for all of you, thank you very much for listening to Business Minds Coffee Chat. We will be back and again next Saturday. Don't you miss it at 830. And until then, keep learning and growing and keep doing the work to reach your potential. Take care, everybody.